Would you stand with us? <clears throat> we are glad you're here. And after this is over, we have some cookies in our fireplace room. I want to thank all of the choir, all of the musicians. We've had a lot of folks been working a lot of uh, time to prepare and uh, have some time of fellowship. I thank you for coming. You're what makes it worth it. And uh, I know it's um, supposed to be winter time and we're soon approaching Christmas and we will have Sunday morning only, sort of an abbreviated service next week, no Sunday night. But we're glad you're here. And we're just going to invite the Lord to join us. We want you to feel his presence tonight. <clears throat> we want something that is said or sung to touch your heart. So thank you again for being here. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, we love you. We thank you for your many blessings. You have been so good to us. We know that this time of year often evokes the memories of Christmas with presents and with uh, you coming in a manger and born as a baby. But the powerful message of today is that your presence can live inside of us. And for that, we are eternally grateful. We pray your spirit will baptize us with your presence again this evening and that individuals will feel you, the Prince of Peace, in their hearts and in their lives tonight. In the name that is above every name, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. And I'd like to echo my husband's welcome to you. You may be seated. Um, we don't put much we're not much for ceremony and formality, so if while you hear the lyrics, uh, you want to pat your foot, clap your hands, and sing along with us, feel free. You won't throw us off. It'll take more than that to throw us off. We can be thrown off. We'll just start again, and we can all learn together. So turn to somebody and say, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Nice. So some of the songs will be fast and slow and everything in between. We hope you'll enjoy it. Merry Christmas. You were born. You were born. 
you to touch Beverly Spires right now in the name of Jesus. And touch John Reagan right now in the name of Jesus. You are a covenant-keeping God. You are the light. You shine. You are glorious. And we trust you in Jesus' name. We believe you and we worship you and we magnify you. Right now, we're just going to take just a break for just a second. And if you have a special prayer request, I want you to lift your hands across the building right now in the privacy of this moment because the Lord is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. And we're just going to sing that song, You Are the Covenant-Keeping God. And I just want you to let the Lord touch your heart right now. Maybe you're watching online and you're very sick. We have a lot of sickness. I'm giving you an opportunity to touch the hem of his garment. We're going to sing, and you are the covenant-keeping God. And we know that the sun won't smite you, and the flood won't overtake you, because the Lord is with us. The sun, the sun won't smite. promises. God does not forget his. Hallelujah. Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. On earth as in heaven, right here in my heart. Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. On earth as in heaven, right here in my heart. Give us this day.
We're going to pause and uh, you may be seated, choir. We're going to ask our orchestra to play a song. And if you would like to give in the offering to support the operation of our church, we give you the opportunity to respond by giving. And your gift will be uh, tax deductible if you want to leave your name and your address. We can send you a form that says you gave to a charity. So far, as my husband says, AEP has never given us a charitable donation. We have to pay them every month. We have to pay for water and gas and electric. We are not charging admission, but if you would like to be a part of giving with us, you are most welcome. Get, let's give the Lord a hand praise. And I thank the singers and the musicians and I thank our orchestra for working together so well and they're going to sing they're going to play for us now God rest you merry gentlemen ushers you're welcome to come
During this past year, and, and what's quite wonderful about uh, this particular Christmas program right now is that uh, my husband and I were gone for about four weeks to Australia and Singapore and Malaysia doing missions work. And so we started practicing for this music. Um, we actually started practicing for this music in September. <laughs> and we, we didn't add a bunch of extra practices. We just practiced on Sundays at 3 o'clock. And this is the crew that came and met. And then, while we were gone, a dear friend of ours um, had come to me and said, um, my daughter is a musician and a vocalist, and I want her to learn from you. Uh, I don't know if he told her in advance or if he just said, um, I'm asking you and then I'm going to send her. And so um, Marley Hunt uh, stepped in while I was gone and played and practiced. And she is a lovely young woman whose parents passed her in Parkersburg, West Virginia. And we have fallen in love with her. And her mom and dad and Kaylin, one of the ministers in their church, are, they're all here tonight with the assistant pastor. Uh, this is Joey. Joey is six, seven. Joey is seven, and uh, his G-Paw allows him to work with him in the ministry. And I'm just going to ask them to stand up so you can see all of them. And please make sure Joey, Joey, you're my boy. There you go. That's Pastor and Sister Hunt and Kaylin and, and the assistant pastor. Uh, Joey, we're so happy to have them. And Marley, I'm going to ask you to come and sing right now. She's going to sing Noel. Would you give her a hand, please?
little Espanol there, a little feel of the islands, and we are so thankful. Revelation 19 and 1 says all praise and glory and honor. And there's something interesting about praising God. It's, it's something I found in the Old Testament and the New Testament. <clears throat> the Assyrians weren't the good guys in the Old Testament. They gave Israel a lot of trouble. They were brutal. They were murderous. They split up families, destroyed children, completely tried to decimate and did the nation of Israel. But the Lord said, I'm going to bring you back. I've used them to punish you. Terrible, but Israel was doing some mighty bad, bad things that they picked up from the nations around them. A lot of it had to do with sacrificing their own children. And God said, I absolutely never intended for you to shed the blood of your children to serve me. I wanted to protect your kids and I wanted to make you a family. I wanted you to be my family. And he said, this is what I'm going to do. While you are praising me with the sound of tambourines and cymbals and drums and loud noises, I'm going to beat your enemy. He said, I'm going to do it to the beat of your music. That is exactly what he said. And then in Psalms, David said, while we are praising and magnifying, our praises are binding princes and principalities and darkness and then he ends that scripture by saying this honor have all his saints so we do not go to battle against devils and demons that's way beyond our purview but while we are worshiping the Lord we are defeating despair and darkness and depression and hopelessness and helplessness and our praises going up and this is where revelation comes in the Bible said that when our praises go up into heaven, our prayers, that an angel mixes them with incense and mixes all those prayers together. That's why we never stop praying. And, and, and we pray all the time. And having traveled to the other side of the world, I will tell you that when we are sleeping, they are praying and praising. And so it never stops. Somewhere in the world, somebody is praising and praying. And the Bible said he takes all those prayers from all nations, all continents, and all peoples, and he mixes them with incense. And then he brings them, that angel, in a censer before the presence of God. And then God has a response. And in the book of Revelation, it says that he took fire from the altar and he threw it down to the earth. And there was thunder and lightning and voices and an earthquake. Well, I want to tell you, this church has been praying for a very long time. My son, please stand up. This family has no shame, and they never know what I'm going to do. Come on over here, David. I don't know if you've heard the story. This baby's got one sock on and one sock off that, that I don't even know what to say. This is the answer to many, many prayers with tears and with 
calling out on the name of Jesus and worshiping many, many nights in Sunday night service and in Wednesday night service and Sunday morning and ladies prayer meeting because we don't know anybody in the U.S. Embassy or the consulate in Sydney, but we know a God who responds to prayer. And my son-in-law, who is native to Australia, has been trying to get her since he married my daughter last year in July of 2022 and they had a little girl in June and he had to leave this baby in August and say goodbye until he could get some paperwork. Well guess what happened while we were in Australia? My husband got to go be with him and stand outside the consulate and offer support. Who knew we were going to be in Australia then? But he got his papers and guess what? He doesn't have to leave anymore unless he wants to go visit his family. And this is what God does. So I'm sorry. We're going to be a little emotional here. I'm so thankful. I'm just going to ask you to clap a little louder. I'm going to ask you to praise a little harder. He's worthy. Whatever you're praying for, whatever you're asking God for, I am a witness. He answers prayer. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, David Guy.
times I've called your name some broken night And you showed up and patched me up like you do every time I get amnesia I forget that you keep coming around There ain't no way you'll ever let me down Good God Almighty I I want somebody to get those prayer claws that are at the bottom of the podium over there. And I want you to just bring them down here. I want to tell you what a prayer cloth is for. In the New Testament, when the church was newly born, and the Lord began healing people and touching people through the hands of the apostles, there were a lot of sick folks that couldn't get to church. They couldn't walk down the street. In fact, there were no churches then. It was just whoever was walking down the street. And the Bible said that people had so much faith in those early apostles that if the shadow would touch them, you just walk past in the shadow. It wasn't because Paul was a great man. It's because people knew they had something real. And so, for all the folks that couldn't get there, Brother Shane, go get me that bottle of oil. I want people to see that we're not just crazy. They would take a bottle of oil. And uh, this is where the oil comes from. In the New Testament, it said, Is any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church and let them anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. There it is. I'm sorry. And if he's committed any sin, it shall be forgiven him. Now, we have a prayer list that goes on forever. And a lot of folks we don't know call people in our church and say pray. They don't come to church and they may not, they may not say, I, I know all the books of the Bible, but they do believe that prayer works. Brother Shane, go get one of those claws and, and let me show you what we do with these claws. It's already been done. And I am going to testify to you that I know of instances we take that oil right there. That, that's just plain old olive oil, y'all. We haven't had it blessed by a rabbi or the pope. Nobody special has touched it. it there's nothing special about the bottle or what's in it, but it is what it represents. And that oil represents the Holy Ghost. And when people who have the Holy Ghost take that oil, and this is a white muslin cloth, something simple. And we anoint that just like he's doing right there. And then the church gathers round and we lay our hands on that and say, Jesus, you know where that cloth is going to go. We are asking you to send healing 
and deliverance and help and hope. And we never specify God just for physical things. We just turn the Lord loose and say, Lord, somebody's girl, somebody's boy, somebody's mama, somebody's daddy. Whatever family member is struggling, we're asking you, Jesus, to take that cloth. I have put that cloth on my children when they've gone into surgery. Just tuck it in my little girl's underwear and tell them, of course, southern people knew about this. They would never touch it. And when they took that child into surgery, that little prayer cloth went with her. Say, did you have to have it? It was just a reminder to that little 11-year-old girl who is standing here today. Raise your hand, Caitlin. That God was going to walk with her. I could tell her that, but I could also give her this. Katie, you hold on to this, honey. Jesus is going to be with you. And then my big girls, Sheena over here, raise your hand. Sheena has taken a prayer cloth when she's been in some tight situations. Not surgery, but other stuff. How many of you up on this platform have received a prayer cloth in your life for yourself or somebody else? We are not ashamed. We believe that God is able to solve God-sized problems. And so we're going to put these prayer cloths right down here. And I want you to move it just a little over here, Brother Shane, over there in the middle in the shadows. Because I don't want anybody to be embarrassed. But if you have a boy, a girl, a mama, a daddy, somebody, there's no way we can go to all those needs. Maybe you can put a chair here so folks don't have to bend double. Thank you. This was not planned. But we did not come here to entertain you. We want you to go away with something in your hand that gives you hope and help. And Caitlin and Jesse are going to sing about God problems. There are some problems. Counseling can't do it. That doesn't mean you don't try. But it simply means when you've come to the end of what you know to do. There's something dynamic. There's something spiritual. People have tucked it under the pillows of their children. They've dropped it off at a friend's house. This was prayed for. We're asking God to touch you. I want you to sing it, girls. There's just some problems only God can fix. be some moments that just don't make sense. I've seen it happen time and time again. There's just some problems only God can fix. There's just some battles flesh and blood can't win. There'll be some moments that just don't make sense. I can't see it now, but I'm still convinced. There's just some problems only God can. Living, spirit of the living 
need a breakthrough that I can't explain. And I found a healing hidden in my pain. I know a dead man that will draw the
of serious situations at home. We're going to lift our hands and thank God. I believe he heard prayer. And what you are feeling is the evidence of fire from the altar and thunder and lightning. Hallelujah. We're going to leave out of here on one of your hymns, Joy to the World. The Lord has come. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. In spite of what's happening in the world, God is in control. So when he says praise, I don't look at the circumstances and go, well, let me see if I feel like it. I'm going to praise him because he is holy. He is worthy. He is righteous. His name is Jesus. And he is King of kings and Lord of lords. Forever and ever he shall reign. Hallelujah. So, and while we're singing, if you want to come and get a prayer cloth, please be free. You don't have to wait. You don't need a special invitation. You already have one. Hallelujah. Joy to